Welcome to Kindred Conversations. I'm Paris Tews. And I'm Brittany Fry. We are two young moms that are committed to loving motherhood because we believe that it is something to be enjoyed, not just endured. We want to cherish the sweet moments and be present during the hard ones while we grow alongside our children. As we have entered motherhood, we have found so much comfort and value in conversations with women in all different stages of motherhood. And we are here to share those conversations so we can grow together and embrace all of the joy modern motherhood brings. Ever since we started this podcast, we have been so excited to talk about minimalism. It is just something that I feel really drawn to. I know Brittany feels really drawn to. And we've both felt really pulled to learn from an expert about this. And I realized that we had access to an incredible minimalist. So we are so excited today to have our friend Rachel Bright on the podcast. As Paris said, Rachel is a good friend of ours. She is a mother to two children, Rosie and Emerson. They are so adorable. Darling. (laughs) Um, She is a former professional dancer and currently a bar instructor. She learned about minimalism from her mom growing up And then just as she's grown into creating her own home and deciding the environment she wants to live in, she's really just like delved deeper and is truly our go-to expert on, on organization, on simplifying your life and minimalism. I was asking her questions about it one day and she gave me a list of about 15 books that she's read that she recommended (laughs) and why she recommended them. And I just realized how knowledgeable she is about the subject. And we are so excited to share her knowledge and experience with you because I know that this is something we can all benefit from and apply into our lives. So without further ado, here is our conversation with Rachel. Rachel, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. We're super excited to have you here. So we obviously always start with a moment of gratitude and I guess we'll just kind of kick it off right away. Paris, do you want to? Yeah, I'll go first. So a few weeks ago, we had our episode on self-care talking about like taking care of ourselves. And this weekend, I just felt like I needed some extra of it. And um, on Saturday night, I took a bath and I read a book. And on Sunday, I was still feeling like a little bit down and just like I needed some more self-care. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought about our podcast and just about staying in tune with what we really need and so I had my bath and my book on Saturday night oh and brownies I can't forget that my (laughs) bath and book and brownies on Saturday and then on Sunday I like organized a closet and I cleaned my house and then on Monday morning I did like the best workout I've done in in ever actually I I had my PR workout yay and it felt so good but I was just thinking like when I am in like a little slump it was so nice to have the podcast and that was our episode with submissions. So it felt so good to realize like that I learned from the podcast from everybody's submissions and that it like actually totally changed my weekend. And yeah. I feel like that's something I'll oh, always that. use going forward. Like just that balance of those different things that were serving different types of self-care. Yeah. Totally. Yes. I love that. Anyways, oh, so that's, that's really what I've been feeling really grateful for. Good. Rage? Yes. I, okay. This is kind of, kind of random, but I was feeling so grateful today for the technology that we have in kind of modern motherhood to be able to document our kids' lives. Oh, I love I just, that. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday, my husband found this video of Rosie. Rosie's my little three-year-old. And she was like 18 months and she was singing her ABCs. And it was just oh. like, she had this squeaky little voice. It was just too much. And it just like <laughs> brought me right back into that oh, moment. And I just so sweet. think of how many years throughout history that they just haven't had that, right? They mm-hmm. could write it down and they could remember it. But to, to be able to really just like relive it, even mm-hmm. on our phones, yeah. it just, I don't know. I just haven't really thought of that before. Mm-hmm. That is, it was so that fun. Is amazing. So I special. love that. I love that. I will say the thing I'm most stuck on is Rosie singing her ABCs at 18 months. Oh, <laughs> no, I know. I know. Rosie Rosie is a very she intelligent like little girl. girl. <laughs> so smart. Yeah. Oh, she's so smart. a party. Yeah. She's a, <laughs> she's a party for sure. I love that. Okay, mine is um, Brooks has just in the last couple of weeks um, taken off, like with 
just saying little words all day long. And I just love it. It's so fun to like get a little glimpse into his world and like see the things that he's paying attention to. And you know, those books that you read, like, like the very earliest books that will have just like a hundred, it'll be like a hundred first words or whatever. (laughs) Baby first words. And it just has like a hundred pictures, you know, every page. And it just like has a picture in the word and picture in a word. Yeah. Anyway, he's going back to those now, but I'm realizing it's because he's he's realizing that he can say those words. Aww. And so he's like oh wanting to pull them out and show us or we'll be like, where are the shoes? You know, and he loves to show us the shoes. Like, where's the bike? That's anyway, so it's sweet. just been really, really sweet. I'm loving it. It's just been fun and cute. And I just feel like I've had a couple instances in the last couple of weeks where something's going on. Like maybe he's sick or... I don't know, trying to communicate something. And I'm amazed at how we're actually able to understand like how he's feeling or what the problem is. I don't know. That just feels like such a little leap. In yeah. And I really love it. You're so, in like such a game next phase. Yeah, when they can tell you what hurts. Yes. Oh my yes. Goodness. Yes. Like t- tonight at dinner, actually, he was lifting up his, his sweatshirt and pointing at his belly. I'm like, does Aww. your tummy hurt? And like, he knew what I was saying. He's like, yeah. And then he's like, I want to go outside, you know? So we oh took, so I took goodness. him outside and like, just for him to be able to yes. say, I'm like, wow. this is really amazing to be able to fulfill his needs in a way that I wasn't able to before because he couldn't tell me those yeah. things. Yeah, that's really So sweet. I'm just like so grateful for that right now. It's been really awesome. Oh, I love that. Okay. So we talked about this in our intro, but we are just really excited to have Rachel on today to talk about minimalism and just a simple, a more simplified lifestyle. Um, she has told us, a hundred times that she is not the expert in this. <laughs> we disagree. Yeah, we strongly disagree considering she showed up with pages and pages of notes. <laughs> so we're just oh, really excited man. to jump in and get all of your good information. So yes, um, we want to start by asking you how, just like your general background, like how did you become interested in minimalism? How were you introduced to it? Yeah, I honestly, I wish I had a better answer for this, but um, I don't, I don't have a great turning point. It was more of a gradual process for me. I, my mom was always into decluttering and organizing. And so when I started to create our family culture at our house and kind of the atmosphere that I wanted for my home and my children, it was just always one of my priorities. I just, it was, it was important to me that things were clean and they had a place and, um, yeah. And just as the, I think the minimalism movement is kind of relatively new and as it's come out and, and gotten rolling, I just have, have liked the information that I'm getting. I just keep picking up tips and things like that Yeah, for our lives. Yeah. I feel like I have always been interested in it, but as I've become a mom and I just realize stuff accumulates. Oh, so fast. So fast. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is needed for me. And I think most moms need a little refresher course because I think the more stuff you have it costs you energy right like yeah obviously it costs money but it costs energy so and we all need more energy right so yeah you're gonna help us (laughs) yeah you will and I'm actually I'm really this is like such good timing I'm so grateful for this because just a few days ago we had um some of Johnny's family over to our house for dinner and my sister-in-law was like so I'm noticing I think this is literally how she said it made me laugh I'm noticing um, that you aren't like drowning in toys and oh, amazing. <laughs> and I'm just curious, like, how do you do that? <laughs> anyway, oh, she drowning. was like kind of making a joke about it, but she's, but yeah. at the same time she's like, but also like, I feel like we're drowning in toys. So yes. like, what are you doing? You yep. know, that is like the number one thing. Yes. Um, so I'm like really grateful that I feel like you have just a great perspective on this because you're in that phase where you could be drowning in toys, you know? And like, yes. just to know, I don't know where to start and what to do, but Um, also I'm just curious, like why you obviously have been interested in this for a long time and it's something that I feel like you've grown into, but, um, why do you feel like it's important now? That probably has changed over time, but like currently, like what is important about this to you? I, um, I mean, as a precursor, I do, I consider myself more of a relaxed minimalist. Definitely. I'm not, I'm definitely not radical, especially at this phase in my life. I think that there's so much beauty, beauty and benefit that, we invite into our lives by simplifying, but to be a really dedicated minimalist um, doesn't really appeal to me at, at this phase because mm-hmm. this idea of, of like extreme sparseness and it just, it doesn't feel as comfortable and cozy mm-hmm. to me. And that's, those are things that are important to me in mm-hmm. my life. And so I just, I feel like going through, I should say that, I mean, you walk into my house and there is 
like furniture and toys and things that like you don't walk in and there are three things well, in there. Yeah. It's, it's a lot more livable. I yeah, appreciate that because that seems so much more attainable and desirable for me. And I bet a lot of people listening as well. Like, okay, totally. I'm so glad. I have no interest in throwing away <laughs> my throwing towels. Away everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would like to keep them. Yeah. I mean, I don't need 50, but I need at least one. I need a couple. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll take, take a couple of towels. Um, but why is it important to me? I just, um, simplification for me is a lot more than just taking things away, like taking clutter out of our lives. It's more about making room, like creating space in our lives for the things that matter most. Um, and to do that, we, we do need to get rid of some of the excess and we, we should be okay with it. You know, like it's, Mm -hmm. it's okay to get rid of some of the excess in our lives so that we can focus on the things that mean the most to us. And I just, I, I mean, through this process, I've ended up with less to manage and less that I was dependent on and less that was taking up my time and my energy and my focus so that I really am free to spend the, to just spend my energy honing in on the things that, that are really important to me. I love that you bring this up because we have talked about this previously about our time management and how we have to say no to things, to say yes to other things. Yes. And you saying that, it's never really clicked with me before, but how true that is not only in our time management, but also in our physical belongings. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, when you think about it, you you have stewardship over everything in your house, right? Like you're cleaning it and you're moving it from place to place and it kind of takes up mental energy whether or not you're looking at it at the moment and and just I mean, we just it's our job to take care of these things especially as moms. And so the less that you have jurisdiction over, the less that you're worried about and the more that you can I mean, be with the things that you love and and are worried about. If that makes sense. That totally makes sense. That totally makes sense. And I guess I have like a more practical question as well. Um, Just because I think in my heart of hearts, I'm like, ooh, I want to cut down and, you know, whatever. I I want to live a more simplified life. (laughs) Whatever. Have just like just the sweetest little toys for Pricks and yeah. you know, <laughs> like I just picture him playing with like a little wooden train for hours, and, and like hours that's not hours. real, right? Yeah. Like he's not gonna do that, and he does like jump from thing to thing all day. And I know that as he grows, so will his attention span. Yep. But um, I am curious, like, how has this become practical, practical for your family? And like, is this something that your husband's always been on board with? And do your kids ever like if you're in the store, do they like you know want a toy and do? I don't know. I'm just curious. Yep. Like, what does that they look do. like from day to day? <laughs> they like, definitely what, do. How is this practical for you? Yeah. And my husband does bring things into the house. They, I mean, he's like, they, they come with things, husbands. Um, and I just, I mean, my kids are still little, but I mean, Rosie's at the age now where we're at the store and she wants everything. We walk in there and she's like, oh, I will have all of these dolls. Thank you. <laughs> and we just, I mean, in the store, practically speaking, I just tell her she can wait till her birthday or Christmas. I just, and that's yeah. what she knows. She's like, okay, I'll have this on my birthday. Like it's finally settled in and she's like, mommy. And so we'll be at this store now and she'll pick something out and she'll be like, mommy, can you get this for me for Christmas? And and she'll be like holding this doll and she's okay to put it back. But she's like, learn that that's reserved for something special. It's Mm -hmm. not like every time she goes to the store, she She expects a toy. toy. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like it's it's not fit every time. Yeah. It's definitely taken a little while. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there have been tantrums along the way. But I mean, that was something I was okay with. Yeah, right. at that point. it was worth it. The tantrum was going to be a worthy something. investment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she needed to release somehow, <laughs> so it may as well be the, be the toy. Honestly, smart. Great point. Um, and my husband, um, I he he isn't. I wouldn't consider him a minimalist. No, <laughs> but <laughs> he's married to minimalist. But he he benefits from it, right? Yes. Like if mom's happy, then the rest of oh, the house is so, happy, and I just yeah, I so. feel like it's made me a lot more calm, definitely, and. I mean, he, it's not like he comes with a ton of stuff, but, but I, it's not something I do for him. It's mm-hmm. something that, that I've done with the things that are kind of in my care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you don't sense. force that upon him. Oh no, it wouldn't go well. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? I don't think it wouldn't go well. <laughs> but basically like his things aren't under your stewardship. No. So they don't, fr- so they I don't I just have a spot you. for him. Yeah. Like that's my number one. If people ask me about husbands, I'm just always like, you know what? You just make sure that you have a spot for his stuff mm-hmm. so that when it's around, it doesn't bother you mm-hmm. that you can put it in its spot. I just, yeah. my husband, it's so funny. He's got, 
he's got these like stretching bands that he uses for <laughs> like physical he broke his back playing football and so he just he has got like a lot of recovery tools he yeah. has like those foam rollers and stretching I, bands and then and they're all they're stretching bands oh yo yeah we have one of those <laughs> we have one of those massage guns too and and I just there was a time in our lives where I would find like multicolored stretching bands just like draped on everything in our house I cannot even tell you how I just it, it was like driving me at the wall for a little while and then I just realized it's because they don't have a spot so I got him a bin and I just said this is the stretching band bin and if I found him I would put him in the bin and and all of his like stuff that he needs to stretch himself <laughs> is in that bin um, anyway, and so I just kind of, I pick it up more with gratitude now. Like, I'm so grateful that my husband is healthy and that he is stretching or whatever. And I just put it in the bin and it's been fine. I love you that. Know, it just is, it, he's going to have his stuff, whether it be stretching bands. Totally. That is totally. Whatever, whatever it is. Such a good whatever. tip. But it needs yeah. a place. And once it has a place, it's no longer something you need to worry about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I love that. And I guess I'm a believer in the everything has a place. Oh my goodness. Because that like, just... Oh. It's yes. a game changer. It is a game changer. That just really relieves a lot of the emotional, exactly, like the emotional burden or whatever you want to call it, of just like cleaning up or thinking, you know, seeing clutter throughout your day and thinking, crap, I got to go put that away. It's just nice to know everything has a spot. It makes it easy. Yeah. It makes it seamless. You don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I just really love that. <laughs> I love that. But, okay, also along just like a practical sense, um, I'm just like thinking about your kids I didn't send you this question beforehand, so I'm just throwing it at you right now. <laughs> but thinking about your kids, like, what, how do you choose what to get for them and how to spend your time? Let's, I mean, we all live in Utah. It's freezing cold. We're not outside every day. You yeah. know, our random sunny days, we definitely we, are at the we park. We outside. Yes, yeah, actually, we're all there. Yeah, actually, <laughs> we, we all are ran all into there. each other at the park the other day. <laughs> but, we all live really close. Yes. We go to the same parks. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Um, but... Yeah, I'm just curious um, how you choose what to invest in for your children and how you choose to, like, focus their energy and their time. Yeah, do you mean, like, toy-wise? Mm-hmm. Um, I I mean, this is, this is it kind of goes along with everything that I buy. I normally give it a month, which I guess sounds like kind of a long time. But if, it, if it's something, if it's a toy that I see and then I'm like, oh, okay, I love this, I think my kids are really going to love this and spend a lot of time on it, then I put it on my list and I wait a month. And if I, if it's still something that I'm really interested in, okay. I'll get Do you like, have I'm like a literal list or a mental list? No, like a literal list. That's smart. I have a list. It's a Pinterest board actually. <laughs> I don't know if that's, that's not terribly. Uh, no, love no, it. I like that. It's clever. That's a great idea. Practical of me, but I just, I mean, you can pin links onto it. And mm-hmm. so I just like, I pin the links yeah, onto my Pinterest smart. board and I, um, I, so for birthdays and Christmas, I look on the board instead of like looking for new stuff. Love I just, that. So I put everything on there and I don't get it when I think about it or when I've seen it. Um, I get it for when we need to get them toys. So, that sense that. so what other like practical tips do you have that you use to decide what you're going to buy, what you, you're going to bring into your home? That's a really good question. It really, honestly, that the month thing has simplified so much. a ton, mm-hmm. right? Because so many of our decisions that we make are impulse decisions. I mean, just the marketing, the marketing nowadays is wild, mm-hmm. right? It's everywhere. Yeah. Like I, every day I look on the internet and I could buy so many things. Yeah. I could because I love them all and, and I just, I'm happy with them all. Social media. It's so easy. Just like swipe You're up in purchase. Yes. It's there yeah. 24 oh hours goodness. later. Yeah. Yes. That actually is a rule that I follow. I don't buy swipe up links. If it's something on social media, I have to put it on my board. I'm like, I just, I can't yeah. buy it right off because a lot of because times. Because that is an impulse. I regret it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I, it's not really something that I needed. It's just something yeah. that, that I loved at the moment. And, and I don't, I don't want to give off the vibe that I'm not buying things for myself because I am like, I still am a consumer and I right. just, I feel like taking that away completely scares me. Like that's, yeah. um, anyway, it's. I still, I still enjoy nice things and nice things but, for my kids. But, but this makes it so you only consume things that you actually want. Mm-hmm. That are actually worth the energy to you. Yeah. It's not just like something you bought on an impulse and then you have to deal with later. Mm-hmm. It's something that you really want and you really like and you enjoy and it's worth it to you. Mm-hmm. So that's such a smart system. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I feel like when I'm trying to be really good... <laughs> 
just laughing. I'm like, wow, I could be so much more organized and well thought out in what I've done. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to be like so good. Like um, we just started a thing that in January we did just like a shopping freeze. Like we still yes. bought necessities, right? Like yeah. diapers as we needed them and food was yeah. our biggest one. But but um, any like fun things. Fun things. You and just... Yeah, we didn't it's buy it. And I think we're actually yeah. going to do that like multiple times throughout the year. I really liked it. But it's just so funny because, like, I'll do that. I'll be so good. And and while we're doing it, I'll think, like, oh, I need to buy um new, like, a, a new moisturizer or, like, something that's maybe feels a little more fun, you know? So yeah. I'm like, I should probably wait till it's over. <laughs> and then, and then all of a sudden when it's over, I don't go buy the moisturizer that I needed. I, like, all of a sudden somebody posts about a cute swimsuit and I'm, like, and like swipe oh, it up. Like, yeah, I should I'll get that swimsuit. now. <laughs> It's just like, they're totally, I replace all these like meaningful buys with impulse buys. (laughs) I'm like, I should definitely switch systems. (laughs) Yours would work much better. Smart to have a physical list. So when you like want to buy something, you can buy something you feel like. That you actually were thinking about and you need it. Yeah. 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 And it just, I mean, that, that changes things for me because I can make sure that I definitely want it. And it gives me enough time to ask myself why I, why I want it before mm-hmm. I buy it and, and why it, why I'm okay with it coming in to be a part of my life. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it just, I don't know, it just, it prolongs things a little bit, but, um, but it helps me to make better decisions because I'm not great with impulse decisions with, um, like as a consumer. And I know that about myself. Yeah. And so that's worked really well for me. Um, well, that's cool too. Cause it's like, you've turned a weakness into a strength. That's just really cool. Yeah. Thank you. That was nice <laughs> of you. And it, something that also that has really helped me is, um, I, I can't even remember where I, where I read this, but somewhere, somewhere I read that if you like anything that you're bringing into your life is taking energy from something else. Right. So really anything that you buy is going to take energy from you. And so you just, um, I don't know if it's something that is, is something that you are really happy to have take your energy. Like I bought a new cutting board the other day that I was just like, you have it. You take my energy. I'm so yeah. happy with you. Um, and you love it that much, then then great. Awesome. You want it to be a part of your life and that's okay. Also just like motherhood, the fact that the thing you were really excited about was a cutting, cutting board. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can just I'm so relate to that. Board. I feel like every other day oh, I'm like, man. why? We got, okay. <laughs> Side note. We got a new, Paris already knows this. We got a new vacuum like mm, a year ago, maybe. Oh my goodness. And (laughs) no, the best part about it, like I was excited. No, Johnny, like (laughs) obsessed. He literally like preached this thing to all of our friends without me knowing. Pierce literally bought it. Yes, Johnny the influencer. (laughs) He told Pierce about him. Pierce bought the same vacuum for them. Oh, Oh, I love that. Johnny's literally just going to tell all the husbands about this great vacuum he loves. What vacuum is it? It's a Mila. Highly recommend. Honestly, highly recommend. (laughs) M-I-E-L-E. Anyway, he, um, yeah, it just cracks me up. I can so relate to the adult purchasing thing. And I I just, like, love that Johnny's obsessed with vacuuming. Like, that's just great. (laughs) I know. Anything that that helps your husband to vacuum. Right. (laughs) Right? Well, also, I like that you talk about the energy because obviously it takes energy to, like, manage and clean and store and organize. And we forget about that. Yes. But also, it's energy... Like it's your money and your savings and the energy that mm-hmm. co- it costs you to earn that money mm-hmm. and then yeah. spend it. Like cumulatively, it's a lot more than we think. Uh-huh. Totally. It's like so, so easy to just swipe that. up yeah. and buy, but you don't realize what that, that you're is living actually for that. costing you. Yes. It's costing you your lifestyle, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really sad to think about. Right. But, but it's helpful when you're making, when you're totally. making purchasing yeah. decisions. Things in perspective. Yeah. Um, something else that has really helped with, um, I guess bringing things into our home mm-hmm. is learning to say no to freebies because mm-hmm. I feel like in the world today, like you get a free pen. Someone you're like, woo, free pen. I'm taking it. <laughs> it's going to live in my drawer for 10 years. And it's things like that. Like you don't, you don't need all the hotel shampoos or the free pens or any, like if you get a free gift, if you sign up for a bank card or whatever, I mean, those things are, it's okay to say no to those mm-hmm. things. Just mm-hmm. say thank you. But, but that's not something that we need in yeah. our house. Um, and that you'd be surprised how much stuff you cannot accumulate by just not taking the free stuff when you're somewhere. Yeah, I interesting. Was, I mentioned in our grati- in our gratitude portion that I cleaned out a closet. Yes. And so much of it, I'm like, why did I ever buy this? Yeah. And how does all this 
crap accumulate because Mm -hmm. it it does and I noticed that I had so many things that had like some random bank logo on it yep that (laughs) I just got this water bottle even though I have a nice water bottle right then I have this other water bottle that I never (laughs) used ended up in a closet somewhere that now I'm going to donate and it just feels wasteful and it's taking my energy because mm-hmm. it's made my closet a mess for a year now, you know? Yeah. So I think that, although I don't know if I've ever said no to something free ever in my life, I think that that's such good information <laughs> and I'm totally going to think of that differently now. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I like that. I mean, you can still thank them for their time, whoever it is. It's giving you everything. Like, yeah. I'm so grateful for this, like, but I don't you, need to pay. No, thank you. Yeah. So going along with that, I think one of the hardest things about choosing to be more intentional about what you bring into your home is gifts. Yes. So how do you manage that and people gifting I feel like especially Mm -hmm. your kids yes um honestly this is my weak spot for sure (laughs) (laughs) I I don't if you know me you know that I like live my life in a manner that I just desperately don't want to offend people and so this is something that I energy wise it's worth the energy to me sometimes to to be a little bit more complicated about my systems here but I'll tell you what I do and see if that helps anybody because we do we live really simply but I um my sweet mother-in-law is like the kindest lady in the entire world. Her her love language is gift giving. And she just, she buys my children so many little things. She just, every time we're over there, there's a new present. And oh, I just, sweet. she's like the sweetest lady yeah. in the whole world. Um, And, and like, that's how she it, shows It like brings yes. her joy to be yeah. able to, to give, be able it, to to give it to him. Yeah. And so I just, I mean, we could be overrun with toys just mm-hmm. for my mother-in-law alone. Mm-hmm. And, um... And so I actually, I have a little story about this that I was thinking about the other day. My turning point with this is I was going through a big, like, decluttering phase at this point. It was, I still remember, it was Rosie's second birthday. And we were heading to, we have a lot of family in the area. So we were going to, like, her third birthday party for her second birthday. Like, oh, we were, because we have so, so many hilarious. different groups of family. Yeah. Everyone and wanted so to celebrate. That's everybody cute. wanted to celebrate our sweet little girl. And, um... And so we were heading to another birthday party and I just, I was like grumbling in the car (laughs) to my husband. I was like, oh my goodness, what in the world are we going to do with all these knickknacks? And, um, I remember he turned to me and he just, it wasn't in, he wasn't trying to be passive aggressive or (laughs) malicious or anything. He turned to me and he's like, you know what though? I'm so grateful that we have so many people in our lives that love our little girl enough to want to buy her a birthday present. And I just, I remember it just hit me. I just, I was like, oh my goodness, that, I mean, I've lost it. Like I've lost the the point of all right, of this, right? right? And it just, it's got to be gratitude, right? Like it just, that's the only way to make gift giving and gift receiving what it's meant to be. Um, and a lot of times minimalism can get in the way of this. I just feel like it's easy to feel ungrateful for a gift that you've received if you're trying to declutter your house. And we never want that. You know, like that's not something that we want or need in our lives. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I mean, gratitude is huge for that. Um, I really like Going that along with that though, it's okay to separate the gratitude for the person and the intention of right. the gift. From the actual. From the actual object. Yeah. Right? Like just because my sweet mother-in-law gave my little girl this, um, this little nutcracker doll for Christmas doesn't mean that I need to keep the nutcracker doll for 20 years, right? right? Like it just, I, I'm, I can let Rosie play with it for a while. And anyway, and it just, I mean, gifts have been powerfully symbolic throughout all of history, right? Like to convey so many different things and, um, and separating it really, I mean, that's, that's it, right? Because mm-hmm. the reason they're giving the gift is different from the actual gift itself. Mm-hmm. And we've forgotten that. I think that everything's become so commercialized that we forget that sometimes. Um, what I do for long distance relatives is I will normally like send them a picture of my kid playing with the toy or I'll send them a thank you card or just kind of kind of give gratitude back to that mm-hmm. person and then I'm okay to let it go mm-hmm. if it's not something that is something that I want to have jurisdiction over yeah, in my right. house. I'm going to stick um, around forever. Yeah. And then for family members that live close, I have a specific bin in my basement labeled gifts. <laughs> <laughs> and I um and I throw it in that bin because a lot of times it's not something that um that I want to keep around in our house, unless it's something that my kid is just 
in ecstatic love with. about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, because once in a while that does happen, and they're totally. just they're just like smitten by this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you'll <laughs> let them have like, that. Little, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so of course I'm not going to take it away from my toy. But once they've forgotten about it, I put it in the bin, in the basement, and I take it out when that person is there. I keep it for like until I um I mean I so I purge everything in my house every year. Like I do one big one every year and that's, I guess we can get to my methods in a little while, but, yeah. but I do a big one every year and, and then I empty the bin and I donate it and I am really grateful for the people and for everything that they've done in our lives and, and I'm okay to let them go. And I know that some, some minimalists just give the stuff right away, but I'm not there yet. You know, yeah, I just, totally. um, well, I also like the approach that you can simplify your life and still accept gifts from your family. Yep. <laughs> like, you don't have to just be, like, no. so Like, totally radical. give it away. Yes. And I just, I that don't know. It feels so practical. And I love that you're just, like, inviting gratitude into that. Because, yeah. I mean, that's something that I think is missing both in just, like, the regular accepting and giving of gifts yeah. all the time. Yeah. As yeah. well as, like, rejecting people's gifts. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I, I just think that that's cool to invite gratitude into that process. Yeah. And really you can accept a gift and love it and be grateful and let your kids play with it and then give it away. You don't have to keep yes. it forever just because you accept it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause, cause honestly, if you think about it, if, if it's taking up your energy and you don't want it to take up your energy, that almost taints the, the experience in the first place. Yeah. Right. Like it is better. It's better to let it go and be grateful for what it was. Totally. Than to keep it and be like kind of upset about it. Yeah. Yes. Know? And be, yeah. That's just be very muttering under your breath every time you see the dang toy in the corner of your house. Yeah. I mean, cause we have to clean them all up. Like yes. that's our, we, we clean a lot of toys. Yeah. I, I was thinking in preparation for this conversation, Miles's birthday is coming up and yes. I was thinking just inspired by how well you do minimalism. I was thinking, we don't need toys. I think I'm going to tell my family that lives close by, like, if you want to get a, get him a gift for his birthday, you should take him on a date instead. Like, yes. We do experiences. That's so, that's huge. That's so yeah. like special and bonding. Anyways, thinking about this conversation, I was thinking like for those people I'm really close to that would like to have that experience with Miles, I was thinking that that would be a good, um, like meet in the middle yes. way as well. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. way to do things. And then you, and then they don't feel they um they don't feel like you're shafting them right mm-hmm. at the birthday just yeah. say like we we love to do I mean people that you are comfortable talking with about this mm-hmm. yeah right which is obviously like not my family everybody. like my yeah. my mom and my sisters um they know that right like we do experiences yeah. and we do like consumables and things like that and once in a while we'll do we'll do like a nice thing that I've told them that I need yeah but um but I don't feel comfortable telling everybody that. And yeah. that's, I mean, that's why I have the bin in my basement. Tell us what you mean by consumables and what are your rules for those? Oh, yeah. Just um, when we do holidays in our house, we do like for Valentine's Day, I get the kids like a little Valentine's Day box, but it's all stuff that they can eat or use like, like bath bubbles or um, like a little treat or an applesauce or mm-hmm. just, just something that's different, but something that they'll use. Like Rosie's into these little like organic bath bombs that I found. Things, just things like that, that they're excited about. Um, or we'll do experiences. Like we'll get them yeah. across to the zoo or. So the there's still or like that. Yeah. a fun, exciting gift yeah. without mm-hmm. the mental energy. Of yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't like, I physically don't get my kids gifts very often. I mean, Stuff that's going to stay in our house that's yeah. not going to, like, exit <laughs> that's a really, one way or another. That's a really good but idea. But we do for birthday like, and Christmas, I do. you still do those special things. Yeah. Yes. I love and so, that. I like, I save up my big, like, okay, I'm going to get this this toy that, that you want and that I want for you for Christmas and birthday. Mm-hmm. So, all the little holidays, we just don't, we don't bring the little knickknacks in if we can help it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. It's a smart way to do it. I know. I'm thinking back on what I did for birthdays and Christmas. <laughs> I, my weakness is books, so every any excuse I have oh to give goodness, a gift, I'm too. like, what books? What I'm books like, do oh. I want to buy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good book. one. I love. I, them. For some reason, I feel like books don't apply, especially for kids. It's not like yeah, yeah. You do keep books. Oh, like, you can have a big library. Yeah, it not. Feel I mean, like libraries books are. Be- I mean, I your house. grew up in my my house growing up. So my mom, my mom is like more minimal than anyone that you would meet on the street. And her house is just lined with books. Cause that, I mean, oh, she's minimal sweet. in every category except for books. My mom is a huge reader. She's always that's reading. Awesome. I mean, she reads more books than anyone that I've ever met. And she just, 
she's happy amongst her library. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that, she lives in a library and she's happy with it. And that they way. were intentionally chosen. Yes. yes. And it's cool yeah. to and think that can that, be like, okay in to being in hold on to those choosing categories. minimalism. Like she's made room for her books and yeah. like for the time spent yeah. to read. Which I like is, that and she lot. just readily gives her energy to those. Yeah. Books. She just loves it. I mean, that's just, I love that's that. where she's chosen to spend her energy, and that's what minimalism is about, right? It's not yes. about getting rid of everything. It's about getting rid of the excess so mm-hmm. that you can have the things and love the things that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot we did not ask. Oh, how did you start implementing? Yeah. So, I, I mean, there are so many different ways and methods and books on this on how to implement this in your home. And I think that it's different for everybody. So, I don't want this to be like the rule of thumb. But I'll tell you what I did to, to yes. like what works best for me, my personality wise, is I did it all at once. Like when I decided, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get rid of everything excess in our house. Mm -hmm. It took me about a month to get, to get through the entire house. And I do one area at a time. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like one day I'll do the closet, one day I'll do the pantry. That's like, uh, I know Marie Kondo says that. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't do it in the same order as Marie because she always starts with clothes and that is by far my hardest (laughs) one. And so I do that last. I, cause it doesn't get my ball rolling. I just get stuck sitting in the closet. I just, it's too hard for me for some reason. And so I, I mean, my advice for implementing, like really starting is find what is easiest for you. And so this will vary from expert to expert. Like Mm -hmm. they'll all say, Oh, start in the pantry or start in the closet or start. But I, from from all of the books that I've read on this, I'm realizing that they are saying start with what's easiest for them. Okay. And so Smart. it's like start start with something that you can make those decisions really easily mm-hmm. so that you can kind of understand what it's like to... I mean, Marie, Marie Kondo says spark joy. Like you pick up an, an item and, and you've got to figure out if it's something that you love and want to keep in your life or you want to get rid of and that you kind of build confidence making those decisions. Yeah. And so you want to do the hardest stuff last. Whatever that, makes that is for you. That makes so a you lot of sense for you. So you want to snowball things. Cool. Um, and then you like grow confidence and you get on a roll. And so by the yeah. time then you, you get, can tackle your closet. Yeah. yeah and then you feel like you can do it. And if it's the last thing, you're like, I'm almost there. And you've I'm almost done. The I satisfaction do already. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like when I organize one closet, I want to organize another because oh, totally. it feels yeah, it so, feels so good. like to go totally. in there and just know where everything is. Like you don't yeah. have extra stuff. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful feeling. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I do it all at once and then I, so I do it once a year in the spring because that's when my body clock wants to, <laughs> wants yeah. to do it. Like that's when it feels good to, to kind of purge everything. And so just when, whenever I'm feeling like it in the yeah. spring, I do, I do my whole house and I get rid of everything, but I organizationally, I maintain things by every week I do one area and you know what? Some, sometimes it's my pantry. Mm-hmm. Like last week I did my pantry and some weeks it is our drawer with only a hairdryer in it. And I'm happy with that. You know, yeah. like it's, there, there's so many different areas that you can do. And so it just is in my, I have this like weekly cleaning schedule that I'm on. And on Saturdays I do the house and then I pick an area to, to like organize and mm-hmm. go through and just make sure that it's refreshed. So, I mean, that helps me a lot and it's not, it's not overwhelming because it could be anything, you know, it could be your toothbrush drawer and yeah. you don't have to stress on on hard weeks. That yeah. feels attainable. Yeah. Yeah. It's it doable. Totally it really is. I mean, it sounds, it's, it sounds a little bit more overwhelming than it is, but I promise it's doable. I can do, I can do a drawer with a hairdryer. You can yeah. do a hairdryer drawer. Yeah. <laughs> Every and week. You, you call me if you need to do your pantry. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, Rachel posted this most beautiful picture of her pantry. Yeah. We're going to need to repost so nice. that. I mean, yeah, we, we should. We, we should. can have my pantry picture. And you can have, yeah. <laughs> you can have my pantry picture. <laughs> I texted her right away and was like, um, so when are you coming over to help me with my pantry? Because, real, because it's my favorite I hobby. I need some help. So weird. No, I, I love, love it. But it does, once it's, it's so the good. thing is doing it can be so difficult, but I think everyone can relate to that feeling of it being done. Like, yes. that's a good feeling, you know? Oh, so it's, it's just a matter of how to get there. Yes. And it really, I mean, that's my, that's the first thing that I tell people when they ask me about it is... It's going to be hard. Like, a lot of times you think that it's just, oh, I'm just going to go through and make make these decisions and get rid of things. And um, it takes a lot, a lot of emotional and intellectual energy. I mean, it takes a lot out of you to make those decisions, and that's why it takes so much time. Like, it's mm-hmm. not going to be fast, and it's not going to be easy, but it is so worth it. It's so worth it in our lives to just, um, to be able to really focus. You'll get that energy back tenfold. Yes. Yeah, you definitely will. Okay, so 
how would you recommend other people start implementing? You said start with the easiest thing, but like yes. what are some other just like practical tips? Yes. I mean, remember that we are all fundamentally different. That's so important to me. Because, I mean, declaring that we're all happy with one towel is just so silly to me because we all have a different tolerance for our ideal number of possessions. And I think a lot of times we can get stuck on that in minimalism. Like, we just, we feel like we need to have a certain amount of things. Like, follow the to, rules. Yes, kind yeah, of and there, there aren't any rules. I think generally in the modern world we have too many things. And we know that, but, but this is about finding the sweet spot for you. And so we should all differ in the number of possessions that we have mm -hmm. and with which we can like meaningfully engage in our lives. That's so good. And so it just, I don't know. I just like my mom, she's, she's happiest among lots of books mm -hmm. and that's, um, and that's minimalism for her and that's okay. And so I just remembering that it's going to look different for you and that you kind of find yourself in this process instead of getting rid of everything. Like it's a lot, it's different. I feel like than than you think. Like, you, you find a lot more of, of you and who you are and who you value through this than you would think. That's actually interesting. I really like that thought of figuring out, like, be better knowing what you value, like, through this process. What, what like, what really does spark joy or yeah. what you want to make space for in your life and in your home. That's really interesting that you could get to know yourself better. I've never heard of that thought in terms of minimalism, and I... Love it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm so glad. Me too. <laughs> Me too. No, and it's such really a good cool. like look inward at yourself when you are looking at to use Marie Kondo's term, what sparks joy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's um I mean a vision is really that's that's life changing when you're going into this. Like you if you go in knowing what you want in your home and it just like what do you wish your home communicated to your family and to people who come in right if you go in with that in mind it's going to make it a lot easier to to go through things right because mm -hmm. if you go through them with the lens of like okay is this contributing to to the life that I want like mm -hmm. this is, is this really helping me become who I want to become and helping my family become who they want to become um it makes it a lot easier to to let go of some of the things that are kind of holding us back in that, totally. in that aspect. Um, and so I, for me, in my, in my journey, I've realized that calm is really important to me. Like I, I need to feel calm in my home. I need to feel clean. Cleanliness is really important to me. And that's less important to some people. And that's, I mean, that's okay. Mm -hmm. And coziness is really important to me. And those are like my big three. And so I, that's, I mean, that's kind of the lens that I look through with my house. And it should be different for everybody. Um, but you reference those while you're like purging or yes. whatever, organizing, yeah. you think about those things. Yeah. I mean, okay. I think, I think a lot about what I want to create through mm -hmm. this instead of what I want to get away. I think I, I think it's a lot more powerful of a process if you're thinking about the things that you keep instead of the things that you're giving away. Like you're mm -hmm. focusing on what it is that you are keeping and inviting into your life. Love that. Then, then the opposite. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I do have a couple of tips too. If you want me to go into oh, those. Yeah. Yeah. Thank let's you. hear your tips. For, um, I, could we, we kind of went over this. My, so I know that not everybody's going to do their whole house in one go, but if you're going to do a section, do it in one go. Like take everything out of the drawer, clean the drawer, and then, and then put it in one by one and choose the things that you want to keep. Yeah. Um, and then let kind of the, let the rest slide <laughs> off to the side. And That's... so it just, like, you've got to take everything out. There's something really, really visual about getting it all out and into a pile, totally. realizing, okay, I don't need 45 pence. You know, like yeah. I just, I don't need that many in my, in my life. I don't need seven pairs of scissors. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so that's, I mean, I, it's just really important that we, that we get it out, sort through it and then put it back in instead of doing it while it's in the drawer. I think that's so practical and especially doing like, I'm thinking in terms of my kitchen, like yes. I want to do my silverware drawer. I take everything out of my silverware drawer and then I do that. And then if Miles wakes up or whatever, like I can quickly that finish one it. Thing done. And I have that one thing yes. done. I'm not mm -hmm. like trying to do the silverware the drawer and kitchen. the fridge and yes. the pantry. Mm -hmm. And then I mean, all of a sudden it looks it. like the bomb went off. It's like yeah. you can't Which do it all so at once. Which is so stressful with kids. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's so smart to do like one I do it in sections. attainable section and yeah. finish it and do it well. And then move on to the next section. Yes. Even if you're yes. doing yeah. three drawers at a time or totally. five drawers, that's really, and taking it all out, I think. Yes. Is, that's so different so mm -hmm. too. Okay. Yeah. Also, this is a practical question, but kind of going off of that, 
when you are focusing on one area, do you look up like inspiration pictures or do you like plan out a general idea of how you want it to be organized? How do you know? Because I'll tell you right now, we have this junk drawer in our house. <laughs> that Johnny it is his pet peeve. He hates this, this dang the drawer. Okay, wait, I'm laughing because we just got a junk drawer insert. And Johnny was over at our house the other day and I opened the junk drawer and Johnny was like, whoa, where'd you get that? We need one of those. Yes. I was yes. dying. So it's so funny that you... He hates the junk drawer. And the thing is, he cleans it out like once a month, minimum. Like probably once every other week. Yeah. He cleans it out a lot. Stuff just accumulates. Yes, that's exactly what it does. It just accumulates because there's no spots. It's just like, oh, it just goes in the drawer, you know? And then it gets lost in the drawer. And then, yeah, who even knows what kind of crap is in there? (laughs) I mean, it's like important stuff mixed with literal garbage. Yeah, so I'm just curious. Like, how do you plan out? Like, if you're going to do the junk drawer or whatever. The, you know, I'm thinking about my bathroom drawers. Like, how do I organize it in a way that I know it's going to stay organized? Yes. I mean, so what I do is I pull everything out and then I organize it into categories. And so I figure out like, okay, what is it that needs to go in this drawer? And then usually I'll like measure it out or, or go find an organizational something, some kind of divider so that everything has a spot to go in. Okay. Because if you're going to put it in there, like scissors next to pens, next to paper, it's going to get jumbled when you move the drawer up and down. Yes. Like, and that is yes. everybody, I mean, cause then you look in there and you're like, oh, it's already jumbled. I'm going to put some trash in there mm-hmm. and it's fine. <laughs> it's fine to do that. And so if everything has a section, like everything has a place to go. So when you open the junk drawer, you're like, okay, I'm looking for um, paper clips. It's got like a little section of paper clips. Mm-hmm. And so if you're putting anything in there, either you have to put it in the wrong section, which we probably won't do, mm-hmm. or you just keep it out of the drawer. Like if, if it's a piece of trash, you're like, oh, this doesn't have a spot in this yeah. drawer. So fill the drawer with spots of things that you want in there so that yeah. it doesn't really leave room for excess, if that makes sense. I mean, oh, don't, don't like fill the drawer full, but I just mean like no, that, section it out yeah. in a way, in a way that you're not tempted to like everything has out. a place, not even like yes. everything has a drawer, but everything has a place within the drawer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you label? I actually, so some things I label and then some things I leave cause they're self-explanatory. Like yeah. I can, I, I'll send you a picture of my junk drawer. Because it's, um, it's portioned out. And so I just have like, I have a section for scissors and one for Mm band-aids and one for hand sanitizer (laughs) and one for like paper clips. Yeah. Scissors, band-aids, hand sanitizer. (laughs) 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 I'm just like thinking about, I'm going through my drunk No, I love that. I love that. And then they're. I mean, the, the way that I've chosen to organize it, I can't fit mail in there. Like I can't, yeah. I can't fit other stuff because mail, I will right? do it. Like I will put the mail in there. And then for our mail, yeah. I have a, I have a, like a separate organizer that I put Jake's mail. I say Jake's mail because I don't get very much, very much mail. <laughs> well, you probably deal with You're your You're like boring yes. Jake's mail. Yep. Yeah. Catalog, so definitely like, mine. I, don't, I know some people go through and deal with their mail right when they get it. I'm not one of those people. So I put it in my mail. You have a spot for it though. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Yeah. Also, do you have a go-to place that you like to buy um, organizers or inserts or anything? Um, it depends. Okay. Yeah. I I mean, like, Target's good. There's a bunch of stuff on Amazon. I like the container store, but, I mean, it's, like, a little bit more pricey, pricey. if you're looking into that. Yeah. But you really can find them anywhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I that have, like, specific kinds that I like for specific areas, mm-hmm. but I that might be a little bit too, <laughs> a little bit too much for everybody today. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I, we're going to have to do that offline because I want the information. <laughs> I know. I'm like, so <laughs> text me after. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've got like two more tips really quick. No, I love this. Yes, yeah. Um, keep cut the tips coming. I put things on probation if I'm not sure. Like if I, if I hold up a dress and I'm like, oh, I don't know. I just, I'm out of energy and I don't know. I have a bin in another bin in my basement for things that I'm just not sure about. So I put mm-hmm. it down there and I let it sit for a little while and if I want to go get the thing then I go get it and it's happy to be able to so and if not smart. then I donate like I give it a couple then weeks you know you won't miss because it. then yes. I just I, I feel like it eliminates some of my decision making fatigue to have a probation spot for all my things that I'm not sure oh, about yeah that's totally. really um, smart yeah that and is. so I do that um and then oh declutter first so I know people try to organize first you've got to take it out declutter first and then okay. organize and then once it's organized then you can beautify things with okay. like pretty organizers and things. I think a lot of people start with beauty, especially in their yes. pantries. They yes. go out and buy like a bunch of organizers and yes. stuff. And you, I mean, 
you don't know what you need. Yeah. Yeah. Until you've done the smart. done the do so do the dirty work first and then go out and buy what you need. That's like smart. measure Retail. out your spot. Yeah. Make sure you've I I just um it eliminates a lot of the mistakes that people make when That's they're organizing. Love a that. really good tip. Yeah. Um when you were talking about clothes, it reminded me I am I have a friend that said she's going to go through her closet, her, like, seasonal closet. I thought of the same mm-hmm. thing. I think it is so smart. Mm-hmm. But she said, I'm going to go through my closet, all my winter clothes. Over the next 30 days, I'm going to wear all my winter clothes. And if I find myself, if there's something that I don't want to wear in these 30 days, and it's, like, weather appropriate, I'm going to donate it. Yeah. Because sometimes we keep things in our closet thinking, oh, I might wear that, I might wear that. But if and you can we never go did, yeah. a month and you're, like, deliberately trying to wear all of your clothes... And you and have you no desire wear it. to wear it. <laughs> yeah. It has no business being in the closet for the next five years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put that on Poshmark. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I thought that was a really good, like, practical tip, too. Yes, I love that. But the probation is brilliant. Yeah, it's that is. so integrating that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that a lot. And then you have it, like, all there. If you don't use it, it's literally so easy. You just take it to. Yep, the it's just already in the bin. And yeah. I, I don't look at it usually. I don't look through well, it again. Well, if you didn't miss it. Yeah. Because if I don't know what's in there, I probably didn't need it. Yeah. In the first place. And then if I go back through, I'm like, shoot, I'm going to put it on probation again. I'm not, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I don't usually look at it unless it's something that I've thought about specifically. I think okay. sometimes if I'm worried that I, if I'm worried about giving something away or donating something or selling yeah. something, like if I ever have felt worried about it, like I cannot remember regretting selling anything ever. I know. Mm-hmm. Like I literally have no memory. I know it's memories. very rare. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. funny that we it's hold on to, to so many things, yeah. too, for that reason. Mm-hmm. And then we don't remember it. <laughs> okay, anything else? Do you have any other practical tips for us? Uh, no, I think that's good. Okay. That was so helpful. Thank you. I know, that was. Oh, yes. Yeah, so if I think of any more, I'll text them to you and you can add them to the notes. Please right? do. <laughs> yeah. Please do. Okay, um, we kind of talked about this before, but I am just curious, like, in a more general sense how you feel like I don't know like if minimalism is the right word to use but whatever just simplicity in general yeah Yeah. being very like intentional about what you consume and whatnot um how has this affected your parenting yes and just like the general feeling in your home this is honestly this is something I'm so passionate about simplicity it really has been so essential for us and I mean Rosie's only three at this point like Mm -hmm. my oldest is only three and I um I just, I think that there is so much calm that comes, especially with toddlers. I think maybe that's because it's because I'm dealing with toddlers <laughs> right now. <laughs> but there's so much calm that comes with simplifying our kids' environment, specifically like their toys and their rooms and the things that they associate with when they're home, like in their home base. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I mean, really, okay, it's only been in the past like 50 years or so that toys have become so inexpensive and commercialized and just so readily available that we just are accumulating more and more and more mass-produced toys and I just humans aren't really hardwired to take it all in effectively and deal with it all and especially our children are not hardwired to deal with this all and um and so they get overstimulated so quickly and now that I've simplified I can see that in my kids really quickly like they'll go to a to a new environment and I can see um I can see their overstimulation versus their calm uh-huh. and I think that that's something so beautiful that that at home we have created a pa- a place where I can where I can see them feel calm mm-hmm. and um I can relate to that thought, just pausing you really quick. I can relate to that thought so much. I remember, I don't know how old Brooks was. This is going to bug me, but um, he was still young, young enough, or old enough though that like we had some toys. Yeah. But I remember we took him to, um, like, I think we went bowling and we had to walk through like an arcade area first. Uh And I remember just being like so overwhelmed and that really like calm feeling that I was so used to especially with like young child yes I just was like wow he's not he was he was not excited about it it was too too much much. it was way too much anyway I just thought that was really interesting and that contrast has always stood out to me that I, I like you I like that you pointed that out because we want 
our home not to be this overstimulating place. Yes. But we want it to promote this general feeling of calm. And I think we get tricked into thinking that our homes do need to be like an arcade. Yes, mm-hmm. we do. To be we to do. be like a developmental arcade for our kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, a developmental arcade. I'm yeah. <laughs> we do. But really, and like the marketers are so good with moms yeah. because we feel like we need all of the new and latest stuff for our children mm-hmm. to keep them entertained and to keep them developing. And that is not the case. Like it is so not the case. All of the studies show that Kids with a, like a smaller amount of toys, a simple environment, play a lot longer and more deeply than kids that have too much because they get overstimulated so easily by too many choices. At, mm-hmm. that, at that age, they're just starting to learn to make choices, which is amazing and beautiful. And we love that, that where, they're, where they're learning to be independent and, and everything. But if we give them too much, they lose a lot of confidence in their ability to make choices because they're given too many options, Mm -hmm. right? And so in their home where we can control it, being able to help them gain confidence and and calm, it really, like being able to simplify your kids' toys, I think is the biggest, like one of the biggest things that you can do for their childhood to to really like hold on to their childhood instead Mm -hmm. of pushing them into adulthood too soon, right? Because they don't, they don't need all of that overstimulation. They'll play with a cardboard box, right? Like, and And make it magical. Yes. Yeah. And it was, you want them to use their imagination. You want them to get into this like deep play. And the more, the more like plastic flashy toys that they have, the, the harder it's going to be for them to get into that and to feel that. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, I mean, practically in our home, what we do is I, my kids toys are on rotation. So it's not, I don't have like three toys in my house. I have lots more than that, but at a time Mm -hmm. they've got, so, I mean, I don't really keep toys in their rooms, but in their closets, both of them have those like Ikea cubes and I just, each of them have four activities at a time in their closet. So whether it be like a set of blocks or Rosie's doll or like her doll house or whatever it is Mm -hmm. at the time, they've got four things that they can do in their closet. Um, and so when, I mean, they wake up for the day and we open the closet and that's like their playroom essentially (laughs) because we don't have a playroom. We have, we just have extra closet space. Um, and so we use, um, and then everything else once again lives in a bin in my basement. And then, and then I switch it out every couple weeks. And so okay. I'll switch out their tasks. And so they get really deep into imaginary play. Like it's been really beautiful to watch when I, because this is something that I've implemented more recently. Um, mm-hmm. As I've realized that I've accumulated more toys that I don't really want to get rid of. That I feel like because you were lives. yes you were intentional about buying them yes yes yeah yes. but I but I realized that. If they were all in there, she had a harder time going in and playing by herself. Mm-hmm. Like, she had a really hard time with that. And so mm-hmm. I just, I read it in a book somewhere just to take everything out and put them on rotation so that they, at a time, just don't have all those choices. Yeah. And that's been really helpful for us. So I t- toy rotation is huge mm-hmm. for us. We I actually do it with books, too. So it's, I, I just, I have a really hard time getting rid of kids' books, like you oh said. My gosh. But, but a lot of times you tell them to go choose a book and there are hundreds up there and they're like, ah. Yeah. That's, anyway, so I keep. I keep like five of them down where they can get them mm-hmm. at a time. And then the rest I keep up in their closets. Smart. And so I just, I pull them out and you I rotate choose. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's super smart. Brooks has no problem choosing what book he wants. Wait, that's so cute. Same <laughs> one every night. <laughs> and they do. Like there's a reason why oh, they yeah. have repetition. It, oh, it actually helps the their language development more oh, than really? otherwise. <gasps> yes. That's good to know. That's yeah, the that. repetition really is really, yeah, really that helpful. Is. That there are studies good. that they well, did that, more books that the children read doesn't, um, I mean, I, I'm an advocate for lots of books, so this is kind of hard for me to say. When I read it, I was like, oh, no, that's not yeah. the case. But it really, it helps their language to develop deeper and, and it settles in more. Like, they're better at word usage if you're reading the same books that is more repetitively. Like, but that I feels mean, good because that's what Miles naturally wants. Like, yeah, I have yeah, read yeah. the they book, want it. All Are Welcome Here, yeah. probably 300 times. Yeah. Yes. Like, he yeah. just loves that book. And even and tonight, I read it to him and he wanted to and read it again. Yeah. It's so cute. But yeah. that's comforting to hear. And it's a good mm-hmm. reminder that kids are smart. They know They're what so they smart. need. Oh, totally. Yes. Totally. Because how many yeah. times, exactly like you said, how many times will you finish your book and your kid's like, again. You're like, seriously? Again? Yeah. yeah. You know, you do, right. it we'll do it again. 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 Like, <laughs> All right. Fourth time tonight. Like, All right. So, <laughs> yep. no, that's just, that's good to know. And I love you talking about just like this imaginative play too. I just am feeling like, I don't know. The, 
these being a mom of young kids, there are like these little magical things, and that's one of them. Like I feel like see your kid Brooks is just stepping yes. into this phase well, of like being imaginative and creative, and he literally like he has a few bigger toys, but um, he has like a couple little figurine kind of toys that those are his favorites. Usually cars. Yeah. One we literally took home from my mother-in-law's because he loved it so much while we were there that we just brought it home with us. And it's literally an Elastigirl. Elastigirl (laughs) toy. And he could play with that thing all day long. Making it jump over everything. Like he just is driving it around all day. And it's the cutest. So I love you. That is like a magical part. I want Miles to be... I want Miles to be able to think a stick is as magical as he thinks it is mm-hmm. for yes. as long forever. as possible. We'll keep it forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And right now, like, a stick is so entertaining to him. Oh, totally. And I don't want to, like, flood him with so many, like, loud, wild, overstimulating things that he can't appreciate Just a, a stick. stick. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I love so, that. So, I've... Really, uh, I'm inspired so by your toy rotation idea. It's I, helped a lot, yeah. I've toyed with that idea, but I've never actually implemented it, and I'm inspired, so thank you. So well, you have to let you me the know. motivation. Let me know how it goes. It's really, it's so fun. It's so fun to see them them engage in their mm-hmm. deep play and, and use their imaginations. It, it just, is. It's really beautiful. Yeah, thing. and I love that this is just encouraging that, right? Like, we, yeah. it, it's creating more space for you to enjoy that part of motherhood and to see that in your children. Yeah. So I love that. Okay, what, what a else? good idea to rotate too. Sorry. No, no, no. Just so you don't have to go throw away all the toys that your kid loves, but you can give them totally four at a time. Totally. And then rotate them out. So in yeah. two weeks, those are even more magical than they were. Yeah. Two weeks ago. It feels yeah. like new. Yeah. 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 And it does for them. Yeah. Like it, they, a lot of times they're like, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ever seen this before? This. Yeah. It saves you money too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah. Continue so, on. Yeah, yeah. Well, give, us, give, us, give us more of the goods. <laughs> no, it really, I, um, sorry, I mean, that's been great. We, we have a capsule wardrobe for our kids just because it makes, it makes their decision making a lot easier. Like from when they're little, I try to have my kids like dress themselves and, mm-hmm. and pick out their own clothes and things. And so I have kind of curated this little wardrobe for them with with items that can't be wrong. Like, they go in and they, they pull out anything. The cutest <laughs> outfits. Oh, and she just, uh, she pulls out what she's got in her drawer, and she doesn't have too many choices. So that's really, it's helpful for them to um, to have that that simple wardrobe. I think that um, that's been really helpful for us. And then you don't have to buy so many kids' clothes, because they grow out of them really fast. Yeah, so fast. They really do. I mean, I, I do laundry once a week, and so we have, yeah, I mean, we have probably 10 days of clothes for my kids. And then, yeah. and then we call it good. Rosie doesn't have any pants. <laughs> she I know she only wears so shirts. cute. <laughs> and it is, it is adorable. So cute. Oh, yeah. so fun. And and it, I honestly just kind of organizing and putting things in a, in a way that your kids can learn to do it by themselves. Like their clothes and their shoes and their toys and their snacks in the kitchen, things like that. Just organize it in a way that that they're able to do it and put it away by themselves. Because I think it gives them a lot of responsibility early on that we don't normally give them as parents. And that you'd be surprised how early a kid can learn to dress dress themselves or put away their toys. Or mm-hmm. I mean, Emerson just turned one and he puts away his toys. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Oh, that's like amazing. he knows how to put them wow. back in the bin. That's and I mean, so it doesn't cool. go very well, but he knows what he's doing. He knows yeah. what he's doing. <laughs> Totally. And you've given him that chance. Yeah. Yes. And we, I, um, I just love it. I love, I love how capable our little babies are. And it, minimalism has really, I mean, it spilled over into so many different aspects of our lives, like our schedules and our routines and our holidays and things like that. And I think that that just comes with, but I, I think it genuinely starts with your house. Yeah. I think it starts with your uh, environment. Well, and the reason it's bled into so many other places in your life is because of the benefit that it's given you yeah so it's become a part of your lifestyle and who you are because you like love it mm-hmm. yeah I do I really do <laughs> I really am feeling great. so inspired I'm like, me do too. I have any time left oh, okay. I, can You're so I know no me too. Tackled the me too okay I feel like we kind of covered all of our major questions do you have anything else that you want to add or pass on to someone that is interested in this or wanting to start um 
I don't know. I feel like we we went over. Yeah, <laughs> we I feel like you I'm really like drawing a blank right now, but I'm sure that well. I do. No, you did. I mean, we well. we didn't really talk about cleanliness and organization, but it it really is. I mean, it was in there. It, it's a lot easier to put things away if they have a spot. Like your yeah. job, your job is to go through your make stuff sure and make easier. sure it's got a spot. Like yeah. just and clean counters are so much easier to wipe down than dirty counters. Like, like this just, isn't yeah. a ta- This isn't like a never ending. Like, I think as moms, sometimes we get like really long lists of ways we want to improve ourselves. Yeah. And this is like obviously a way I want to improve, but it's something that will make my life easier. It's it not, will make things It's so not just like something to easier. go on the to-do list. It's something yes. that simplifies. Yeah. Like I can't even stress enough how easy cleaning my house is now. Like it really, at night, I go amazing. through and I wipe down the countertops and I like put a couple of toys away usually and then I can go to bed. Like it really is. It's so much easier because then when I use something, I just put it back in the drawer. So mm-hmm. it, I, I mean, I read something somewhere that I wish I had a, like a quote for you but I read something somewhere that said your job organizationally is to make it just as easy to put it back where it came from Mm -hmm. than it is to just leave it out right so it's like my scissor spot where my scissors go in my drawer once I use the scissors it's just as easy for me to go and put them back in the drawer than it is for me to just like leave them on the counter because they have a spot and that's where they go and so so why um, would you put them on the counter when they have a spot when when you could just put them in your scissors (laughs) your scissor spot yes and um I do remember who said this. Gretchen Rubin has a book where she gives like tips and things. And this one resonated with me. She said, if it takes less than a minute and you're thinking about it, just do the thing. Like just, mm-hmm. just get it over with. Yeah. Like if you're walking by and you've left a pile of things on the stairs that need to go upstairs and be put away. If it takes less than a minute, just do it while you're thinking about it yeah. so that you don't have to think about That's it. That's a all good day. quote. Like it, it just kind of frees up um, yes. Yes. mental energy. Yes, I love that. So that's also, I'm going to ask me. you to, I'm just thinking about this. You've mentioned like a lot of different books you've read. I'm going to ask you to send us just like a list of maybe some of yes, your I'll send top you my favorites and we'll just put it in the show notes. Okay. Yeah. For Perfect. anybody that wants to learn more. Yeah. Yeah. I totally can do that. I've got a list. <laughs> oh, Rachel, you're seriously the best. Thank this you. is so yes. sweet for having me. This has been just Thank what you. I needed. <laughs> I'm feeling like so energized on the inside. Like, okay. yeah. oh, I'm so get glad. going. Oh, me, too. me too. I feel like I love it. Like I'm going to go home. Thank <laughs> you for inspiring us. Yeah. I'm excited for people to get to hear this. Yeah, me too. We are kind of reeling from that conversation we had with Rachel. We are both feeling so inspired and excited to make our homes a more calm and organized place. Thank you, Rachel, for sharing your wisdom with us. We are always looking for new and interesting and inspiring guests and topics to have on the podcast. So if you have anything that you are interested in talking about or somebody that you're interested in hearing from, please reach out and let us know. We would love that. And you can message us on Instagram or just follow along with our updates at kindred underscore conversations.